I got the audiobook thinking maybe like that would be better and the voices are better. But it's still fucking boring. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is just a check-in. Thank goodness. <laughs> we are nowhere near done. Yeah. <laughs> the book. I'm I'm 150 pages in. Um I'm like 35. Okay. I didn't get a lot of reading done this week because my parents were in town and we were doing like house projects the entire time. That's always good, though. Get stuff done. Because yeah. we, we've got, like, some, some like, lights or sconces hanging from the walls, so we replace those so they're brighter. And then, I don't know if you can see behind me, but Ooh. we converted that whole closet into a bar. Nice. And then we set up, like, a cabinet in the kitchen to hold the microwave and the coffee, so it, like, clears off a lot of, because we don't have a lot of counter space, so it clears off a lot of counter space for cooking. So we got a lot done, but it was super busy. But. Yeah. Now I expect your recordings to be a lot more tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> I sent a picture of the, the kitchen counter cleared off to my parents since they, you know, helped build the cabinet. And in the picture, there's Jay's cutting board with some limes, like a bottle of gin or something there. And my dad goes, excuse me, I did not re- cause that, oh, I'll go to that story. He's like, I did not rebuild that cabinet three times for him to be making his drinks in the kitchen. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm recording with Tiffany, so he can't, he can't come in. He can't actually use the bar, so. But the cabinet that's in there, okay. I don't know if you can really see my chairs in the way, but it fits, like, just right. And so first we're like, we'll have to build it in the office, or in the closet. And then my dad was like, no, I don't think so. I think we can fit it in, like, sideways and tilt it down. So he builds the whole thing. I go in there to help him. It won't work. <laughs> we tried like five different ways to get it. At one point, we're like, "Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna go in now." <laughs> and he just goes, "I can't get out." And this is now your new home. This is where you live. <laughs> so we got the cabinet out, and we were like, "If we just take the top off, it'll work." We took the top off, try to fit. We're like, "No, no, no! If we take the top and the side off, and we ended up disassembling this entire <laughs> cabinet and rebuilding it into the closet, which is just what we should have done in the first place." Oh my gosh. So, but yeah, but it turned out really nice. There's like copper tile. I know, I can see that. that. That looks really good. Yeah, and painted the walls neat, like dark, dark blue. And nice. It's one of those projects that like turned out way better than I ever expected it to. Yeah, that's really cool. Just based on my skill level. So. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's really cool. It's fun. Yeah, so if y'all gathered from Lindsay and my uh opinion we're we're not too far into a dictionary of lost words and we both have an opinion right now that it's pretty boring it's pretty dry (laughs) yeah i mean i'm further than you i'm 150 pages in and i'm like yeah it's not it's not looking up for me yeah i I'm, like, reading, like, the minimum, like, 30-minute read every day just to get something in. Like, I'm not rushing through it. I'm just, like, whatever. Like, I have no urgency to finish this book. No. 
Like, I don't want to, like, today, I went into work today, like, we had the day off, but I was like, this is a good day to get stuff done. And I always bring my book for lunch, and I literally sat it open and was like, I don't want to read. I don't want, yeah, it's been, it's been sitting on my nightstand. I have the audiobook. I haven't done anything yeah. with either. How long is the audio? Um like 10 hours 11 hours hmm. it's all very doable i just don't want to uh, do it yes it <laughs> my plan is to finish it this weekend like no ifs ands or buts like you're gonna i'm gonna push through it the longer i have with the book the more i'm gonna forget what happens when we have our discussion yeah um, um yeah. yeah it's 11 hours and 11 minutes Ooh, 11 11 but i'm already like an hour into it, so that's not bad. An hour in is only 35 pages? <laughs> Listen. <yes. laughs> oh my god! That makes it so sad. Oh the god. The print is so tiny. <gasps> oh god. And here's the thing, too. I was, like, we read Mr. Penumbra's 24 mm-hmm. hour, what was it, bookstore, right? Yeah. And it turned out to be about fonts, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved that book. I never would have thought that a book about fonts would be so enjoyable. And so I was like... <laughs> a book about so words. I my headphones. <laughs> a book about fonts. And so I was like, maybe maybe a book about the dictionary won't be so bad. I don't know what's going on yet. Well, and even, like, just the plot about it is, like, it's, the f- it's about the first Oxford dictionary. So it's creating this... Mm-hmm. Our dictionary. And it's how they do it, which is actually pretty interesting... But it's more so about Esme, the girl that she's finding lost words that aren't going into the dictionary. And it's, they're, they're words associated with women and, like, bad words associated with women, like bond, bondage or bondsmaid. I can't remember. Yeah. One of those words. I literally just listened to it. Already, yeah. So I don't. So, like, it's kind of like her trying to figure out, like, <laughs> why these words aren't getting in there and also the process to make this dictionary is such a long process listen i know it had to be done yeah but at what cost to me reading this book Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like i mean it's just crazy how long it took because like they break it up by letter so like a and b have been done for years and they're only on l yeah so and you're watching her grow up throughout this whole thing so i don't know tossing words out so they don't even have all the words yeah so like i'm like like when she finds like the one with the b and she's like but b's done (laughs) yeah what do we do um so uh, yeah we'll We'll see see. yeah we'll see we'll see how we are maybe we'll come back I think there was an Oprah book where I was like, that damn ending got me. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if it comes and surprises us. Um, mm. Speaking of surprises us, I don't know that it surprised me, but I gave five stars to Remarkably Bright Creatures. Yay! And I also cried. <laughs> that You don't cry during books either. I don't cry, guys. I have a cold heart. I don't cry. <laughs> I do not cry. <laughs> it was it was so good. And it was I just 
I knew, like, how the story was going. Like, you kind of, like, figure stuff out pretty early. But you're just, like, to get to the point that you want it to get to and just... I didn't know I was going to love an octopus so much. It was... It was really good. I encourage everybody to read it. Nice. My mom... I have it. It's yeah. due in six days. Well, so my mom tried to read it before it was due for me because they wouldn't let me renew it, and she didn't get very far, so that's on her. Yeah. I was like, that's on you. you now you can put it on hold. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then... Because I needed something else besides the Dictionary of Lost Words. Like, I can't just only read that book. Like, I was like... So I was like, let me get a Kindle book. And this is a book that I've had on hold since when I put all those books on hold. Like, And they were like, you're number 483 and you're number 691 and all of that. So this one is called This Time Tomorrow by Emma Straub. And it's a... Um, the main character, her name is Alice, and she's approaching her 40th birthday. Um, her father's close to dying, and um, she has a boyfriend, but she's like, I, he's just here. Like, I don't really, like, love him. It's like the dictionary of lost words. Yeah. Um, so she's, and she's living in New York. Um, she's working at the school that she actually went to school to. Um, all these things, and then um, she goes out and celebrates her 40th birthday, and then um, she ends up at her dad's house. Her dad's actually in a hospital at the moment, but she ends up going to her dad's house to, like, sleep off her drunkenness on her 40th birthday, and then wakes up, and she's 16 years old. So it's like the opposite of 13 going on 30. It's like 40 going on 16. She wakes up, and she realizes that her dad's young again, and her dad's healthy, and she's like, okay, hold on, like, this is interesting, and so, um, I think it's gonna kind of find out, like, if there's a way that she can kind of help her dad, um, she has a best friend, I already forgot her best friend's name, though, my bad, and then there's a guy that, so the school that she works at, it's a school... Like, it's a private school where, like, um, the little kids, like, their parents have to, like, interview for their kids to get in. Yeah. Yeah. And before her 40th birthday, one of the kids' families that she's interviewing, um, the dad is a guy that she used to have a crush on in high school. So. It's like, um, what was that movie with, was it Matthew Perry and... Oh, 17 again? 17 again. I love what that. What's that other guy's name? Uh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron. I love that movie. I have never seen that movie. Oh, it's so good. You should watch it. I If it's on TV, <laughs> I, I easily will put it on and watch it. But yeah, so <laughs> she gets another, I guess, another chance at life and if there's anything that she would change. So... I'm about halfway through that one. It's pretty good. Um, it's definitely more entertaining than a dictionary of lost words. So, that's yeah. a struggle. Yeah, today I went to. Um, it was nice out, and so I went outside, and I was like, I should really do dictionary of lost words. <laughs> and then I just found myself outside with bones and all, and so I started reading that instead. <laughs> 
Okay, so I know you've mentioned this one a few times. What's this one about again? This young girl who is a cannibal, essentially. Yeah, okay. And starts, yeah. So it's like a coming-of-age story, but she's a cannibal. Uh, (laughs) Sounds great. Sounds great. opens, Opens up with her talking about when she was toddler, little, little. How she had this babysitter... And she was like, you know, the babysitter, like, must have loved me at some point. I'm sure she, like, tickled me, gave me little kisses, you know, blah, blah. So I don't know what came over me. She ate her babysitter. <laughs> and her her mom walks in, and the poor, I'm, it's a toddler, like, you know. Yeah, a toddler eating a baby. You a person, but you're two, three years old. Sitting there crying, blood all over her. Oh, no. And the mom looks, and she's like, there's just, just like a pile of bones. And she was like, you know, the babysitter's name is Penny. She's like, Penny must have had a face at some point, but I don't remember. <laughs> My question is, is how was the babysitter not able to, like, overpower a toddler? I don't know. You know? I'm imagining a bite to the jugular would take you out pretty quick. Like, you're, like, holding the baby, and the baby just, like, Yeah. You? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've been, like, kicked in the head by Oliver before. <laughs> I mean, no, they are dangerous. Like, kids are dangerous. Like, no, yeah, kids, kids are, dangerous. are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But then she she talks about how her mom, like, reached into her mouth because there was, like, something hard between her tongue, like, under her tongue. And so I'm thinking, like, it's gonna, it's just gonna be, like, a piece of bone or something. It was the babysitter's eardrum. Ooh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Gross. But then talked about how, like, that was her first memory of them having to pack up and move real quick because of the cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, because how do you, like, explain that to the cops? Like, my two-year-old ate the babysitter. Yeah, I don't know how you <laughs> get around it. Like, I don't... <laughs> it sounds, like, entertaining, <laughs> this book. Like, I feel like there's, like, some laughable moments. Like, it's serious, but, like, also unrealistic. Yeah, like, one of those where you're like, oh... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Did you finish that other one, the Howl's Door? Or... Moving Castle. Yeah, oh. I just haven't updated my Goodreads. <laughs> yeah, so it was like it was definitely one where I would like a lot. Like I would have really liked it in middle school. Oh yeah, that time when I read it, and so this time it was like a little childish, but it was it was some nostalgia. So it's always good. It's always good for yeah. yeah. I put. I put a lot of Kindle books on hold again. I'm in, like, the 50s for most of them. Well, I did get another alert that The Secret History was read. So oh, oh, yeah, because... Like, I'm not ready. Because, like, last week you had, like, nine books or something that were, like, all ready mm-hmm. for you. Where... where... I, returned, I returned two to the library because I was like, I don't... Okay. ...realistically have time. So I returned Kevin at the End of the World and... Mm. I can't remember the name of that book. Some other one. They're both short, but it was just like, I've got, I have other things I need to focus on. And I knew realistically, like, I was not going to get to them in time. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What Moves the Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then, um, Secret History popped up and I was like, hey... Ready again. Um, um, and then The Weight of Blood by Tiffany D. Jackson. 
she was ready again, and then I was like, I'm not. Come on, guys. I think she's the author of a book that's been on my list for a while. I was surprised by looking at, um, let me see, I got it right here. Oh, Grown, yes. Okay. Grown is the one that I'm thinking of. It's, um, like, when legendary R&B artist Corey Fields spots Enchanted Jones at an audition, her dreams are of being a famous singer take flight. Until Enchanted wakes up with blood on her hands and zero memory of the previous night. Who killed Corey Fields? Before there was a dead body, Enchanted's dreams had turned into a nightmare. Because behind Corey's charm and star power was a controlling dark side. Now he's dead, the police are at the door, and all signs point to Enchanted. That's the same author, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm kind of excited about it, because I heard it's like... Like a racial take mm-hmm. on Carrie. Ooh. And I love Carrie. Yeah. So I'm excited about this one. Also, I've heard, heard nothing but good things about it. And I've heard good things about her other one, White Smoke. Mm-hmm. I think there was, she also wrote The Awakening of Malcolm X. I can't remember for sure. But I think so. I think that was her. Uh, yeah. Her and. Um, yeah. She was a co-author for it. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I've had grown on my list, like, for a while, because I've heard really good things about it. So, interesting. Um, so the ones that I put on hold... The first one is The Overnight Guest by Heather Gudenkoff. Um, <clears throat> it says, true crime writer Wiley Lark doesn't mind being snowed in at the isolated farmhouse where she's retreated to write her new book. A cozy fire, complete silence. It would be perfect if not for the fact that decades earlier at this very house, two people were murdered in cold blood and a girl disappeared without a trace. As the storm worsens, Wiley finds herself trapped inside the house, haunted by secrets contained within its walls, haunted by secrets of her own. Then she discovers a small child in the snow just outside. After bringing the child inside for warmth and safety, she begins to search for answers. But soon it becomes clear that the farmhouse isn't as isolated as she thought, and someone is willing to do anything to find them. So that is one that I have on hold. That would be my luck. I'm going to have this nice, <laughs> relaxing weekend by myself. And then it's like, oh. Yeah, no. You, you might you might die. Yeah. Um, yeah, could you just imagine, like, you're going, like, you're going away to, like, write your novel. You want somewhere quiet, alone. And first off, a baby is at your door, like, in the snow. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't sound. <laughs> I I sometimes have, because I was reading a bunch of, like, 
scary urban legends, like more recent urban legends. Yeah. And one was like if you're you're sitting in your house or you're somewhere and then you hear a baby crying or you see like a car seat tilted a certain way with a baby crying. So you go out and you look and you get jumped by all these people. Yeah. <laughs> to get robbed or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> now when I'm driving, I'm always like, was that a car seat? Was that a car seat? <laughs> Is that a baby? Would I get out if I thought it was a baby? Would I just sit here and call police? But what if the baby gets cold and it's actually a baby? Yeah, because you always hear those things, like, stuff like that. It's, like, ways to distract you, to make you stop your car, or you become vulnerable. Whether they're true or not, like you said, if they're urban legends, like, another one is, like, um, eggs being thrown at your car, so then you try to do your windshield, and now you can't see. Um, and then it's bold of people to assume that I just wouldn't keep driving. <laughs> I did that with snow one time. <laughs> and then another one, I don't know if this is, this happened to me. I did not stop. But somebody, like, I kept going. I just pretended that whatever. But somebody had laid, like, tape in the road or something. And so when you roll over it, it makes it sound like your car, your tire has a flat. Like the sound that it makes. Oh, uh, like the, like the. <laughs> yes, yes. And I remember, like, I was coming home late and I remember seeing, like, kids, like, I was passing another neighborhood entrance, and I remember seeing kids, like, run back from the street to their, like, where the entrance is, and then that's when I hit the tape, and I was like, I'm not stopping. <laughs> like, I don't know what their plan was, but... Again, like, bold of you to assume I could get out and change my own tire. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And, and at night, you think I'm going to do this at night? And plus, I was literally less than a mile from home, so I was like, we're going to push if that's what it comes to. Like, if it's a flat, <laughs> we're going to scrape all the way. If you don't think I'm going to scare those kids into helping me, you're wrong. Yeah, like, uh, so, I don't know if that one's an urban legend, but I've heard about the, like, the baby crying and stuff, like, where you get out and you help and then you're... So it's like the... There's, like, the, the car that's been flipped over, and so you stop to go see if anyone's okay, and then it's it's never just, like, a gang of people, like, with the baby that jumps out and gets you. It's always, like, a cult yeah. that's coming to kidnap you. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's another one where I'm, like, again, bold of you to assume that I wouldn't drive by, see there's nobody there, and then just keep going. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> I... was I going with this I had oh like talking about urban legends like that was one of my favorite movies though yes like the first one for sure like the first one was ridiculous like because that was the one that started it all with like the the wood in the back of the 18 wheeler right that caused um, the, that caused the pile up I thought that was Final Destination. No, Final Destination starts with. Oh, plane. that's what it is. Final but Destination. Like Final Destination two. Not Urban Legend. Final Destination. Oh no, Urban Legend's great too because it's like they're at like college, right? I don't know if I've seen that now. Oh, okay. You should watch it because there's one. I hope I'm thinking of the right movie. There's one where it's like the co- you know like the college bunk beds, uh-huh. and the one. Like the, like, the one main character or whatever, she's, like, trying to go to sleep. And she hears, like, these muffled, crazy noises coming from her roommate, like, below her or above her. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's having sex. I'm right here. <laughs> but she was being murdered. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And a bunch of other, like, obviously urban legends, but. I want, I, I mean, 
if it if it came out around the same time of all those other movies like Final Destination and stuff, I'm sure I saw have seen I have it. probably definitely seen it. But I was totally thinking about Final Destination when I said Urban Legend. So that is my bad people. That's my bad. No, but that um that like log truck goes straight through my head. That gets me too. I mean, even I when I'm driving like every time I'm driving, I'm like, We gotta pass this car, we gotta get out of the way. <laughs> because there's no way those things are secure. Put a net on the back. No. Why are why are they just loosely t- like I, don't know. <laughs> I know friction's a thing, but like But no, but for real. I don't I don't think those are secure. Yeah. So uh, oh that's funny. I totally thought about <laughs> Final Destination. How many they made so many of those? Yeah, they same thing with the ring. Ugh. Like they made three rings and then they made one called I think it was just called Rings. And then that other movie um, where he you like tor- where he tortures the people. Saw. Yeah, they made like ten yeah, of those. I yeah, I watched like the very first one like by myself at night. Terrible idea. Suggest not do that. Zero out of ten. Don't <laughs> yeah, zero out of ten. And then, like, we rented movies one night, and I was gonna um. We, were, we just picked one. I don't remember what number, but it started out, like, like scalping of the head. And I was like, we're turning this off. Like, I'm not watching this. Like, it's like that torture porn almost. Like, just like... I, yeah. I just was like... Ooh! But yeah. Yeah, that's not my... It's not my brand of thrill. No, 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 no. Like, there can be... Like, there can be a place for it in a movie. But when they use that instead of a plot... And that's what all their movies were, was literally yes. that, the torture. It's trash. It's trash. They made so much money off of it, though. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Hard pass. Hard pass. But yeah, that's funny. All right, another book that I have on hold is Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Um, it says, in present-day California, Eleanor's death leaves behind a puzzling inheritance for her two children, Byron and Benny. A black cake made from a family recipe with a long history and a voice recording. In her message, Eleanor shares a tumultuous story about a headstrong young swimmer who escapes her island home under suspicion of murder. The heartbreaking breaking tale Eleanor unfolds the secret she still holds back, and the mystery of a long-lost child challenge everything the siblings thought they knew about their lineage and themselves. So, That sounds really good, actually. Right? And the cover, I don't know if you'll be able to see it. Keep going a little bit more. Towards... Nope, the other way. <laughs> I don't know what you're left right. Sorry, I'm... That's a nice cover. <laughs> sorry, I'm seeing... I have it on the other thing. I can do it like that. There. Yeah, that's a nice. I like that. Yeah. All the colors. Yeah. Also, I also have a, a dumb question. Okay. And you probably don't know this because you haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. So there's like red velvet cake. Yeah. There's white cake. Mm-hmm. Is black cake just chocolate? Like a very super dark, dark chocolate? I'm assuming so. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna get down with most cakes. Like. I would Black think so. Cake recipe. Mm. 
think it, it's saying it's a Caribbean rum soaked fruit cake. Ooh. Girl. That sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> What's the recipes in the book? Even better. Yeah, this, <laughs> this one it's like chopped with topped with the little like maraschino cherries. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Combine pounds of raisins, dried cherries, currants, and prunes, and subsequently drown them in rum and brandy. And then you pulverize that to make it into a paste, and that's what you put into the cake to make it super, like, moist. Oh, my god! It's not my favorite word, but I like that in terms of cake. <laughs> but for a cake, I will take it. Um, unfortunately, I'm number 155 in line. Well. So it's going to be a while before I find out. Spoiler alert, I have a recipe for you. <laughs> I'd be like, I can't see the recipe until I read the book. No. All right, I might, I might actually have to make this at some point. Yeah. To let you know, it sounds tasty. Do it. I know. Too I bad. Get my hands on like a pound's worth of prunes. <laughs> too bad I didn't um, talk about it like before Christmas. It would have been like a perfect like Christmas like dessert. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Now I have to wait till December. No, <laughs> Now there is no more time left. <laughs> Christmas will never happen again. <laughs> it's going to come quick, and you know it. Yeah. It's going to come quick. I mean, 2022 didn't even exist. So. I don't think the past three years have existed. <laughs> to be completely honest. Time is meaningless. Oh. nothing. Well, I put this book on hold, but it's number two in a series. But I don't... So I put all the broken places on hold. And it says it's number two in the boy in the striped pajamas. Ooh. Yeah. Because it is like it... I've never read that book, but I know that it's a pretty like intense and it's about... Nazi Germany, pretty, right? Like pretty the, depressing. Yeah. According to the movie, I've never read the book. Yeah. But it's the like, the, the head Nazi Nazi guard's son mm-hmm. strikes up a friendship with one of the the boys in the concentration camp, and again the boy in the striped pajamas he just thinks is the outfit he gives them. Yeah. Pajamas. Apparently, at the end, they decide to switch places. And the Nazi guard's son dies because that's when they take them all to the gas chamber. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I don't think this is like, um. Like it says it's number two, but I don't know that it's one of those books that you have to read the first one. Um, it says it's 91 year old. Gretel has lived in the same well-to-do mansion block in London for decades. She lives a quiet, comfortable life despite her deeply disturbing dark past. She doesn't talk about her escape from Nazi Germany at age 12. She doesn't talk about the grim post-war years in France with her mother. And most of all, she doesn't talk about her father, who was the commandant of one of the most notorious extermination camps. Then, a new family moves in to the apartment below her. In spite of herself, Gretel can't help but begin a friendship with the little boy, Henry. Though his presence brings back memories, she would rather forget. One night, she witnesses a disturbing, violent argument between Henry's beautiful mother 
and his arrogant father, one that threatens Gretel's hard-won, self-contained existence. So, Sounds like it could just be the exact, yeah, like the exact sequel. Like her little brother was the one that switched places and died. Maybe. It still sounds good. I mean, you could probably just read what the first book was about and then... Yeah, see if, like, it's... If I need to, like, read that first. I didn't realize it when I was reading about it. So, yeah, those were the... The books I put on hold. Um, I still have um, Beyond the Wand by Tom Felton on there. Um, I forgot you had that one. I know. I I don't know. I think I put it on there for something else, and now I'm like, I don't know if I'll be in the mood to read it anytime soon, so I might just remove the hold for right now. It it might actually be better as an audiobook, though. Those tend to... Does he... I'm assuming he reads it. Probably. And then the other one that I've, I've had the hold suspended for a while is that Lessons in Chemistry. Um, but... The girl at work says that she got the book for Christmas, so I might just borrow from her. So, Steal it from her? Yeah. So, those are the books that, you know, are on my TBR, because, you know, I can't just pick the books that I actually already own, because that would be too easy. I have been trying not to. I still have all the books I got for Christmas stacked up on my nightstand. <laughs> Have you played around with your 25 list yet? No. No. I've done nothing. <laughs> like, I'm, this is the most boring check-in for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, some of it is like, like, I need to get rid of, like, some of the library ones before I can yeah. sticky the others and move on. But, yeah. Um, well, I don't have anything else. That's pretty much all I had today. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, well, Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.